0: Welcome to Norm, a Cheers podcast. We're co-hosting a weekly discussion of the television show Cheers, which aired on NBC from 1982 to 1993. We are your hosts, Marlene Stimme and Andy Blaker. How's it going, Andy?
1: Hey, pretty good. How about you?
0: Doing pretty well. Thank you. We are on episode six of season six of Cheers. This one is called Paint Your Office. It was written by Peter Casey and David Lee, directed by James Burroughs, and it aired on November 5th, 1987. And the logline is, after cutting off Norm for his outsized bar tab, Rebecca agrees to let him paint her office to work off the money he owes. Norm becomes her friend, which raises Sam's curiosity as to whether Rebecca has a softer side. Unfortunately, Sam's baser instincts reign supreme when he tries to find out by convincing Norm to employ him as a painter's assistant to paint Rebecca's living room. So we start with the teaser. Carla is in kind of rare happy form. She's singing with a spring in her step. And Fraser's talking about how he envies Carla's, basically her pregnant glow. And he talks about how she can experience something we men never shall. This miracle of creating a new life. So Sam and Woody and Cliff are basically discussing how wondrous that might be. Or that must be. Fraser says that they're relegated to the position of observer. So after all this discussion, Carla walks by again. And she's moaning, God, it feels like there's a dump truck parked on my bladder. And then Fraser proclaims that, after all, nature is wise in her ways. So, (laughs) what did you think of the teaser? I liked it. Yeah, Yeah. you know,
1: got some got some witticisms in there. Yeah,
0: that's it too. That's about it. Kind of simple, some witticisms. Yeah. Yeah. When we start the episode, we start with Rebecca presenting Sam with a bottle of massage oil. She (laughs) says that she suspects it belongs to him. She found it wedged underneath the couch couch cushions. And he says that she should put it back where she found it so they'll know where it is when they need it. <laughs> she says that that will be when health freezes over. So Sam says it's perfect because the stuff, which is jasmine-scented, heats up when you rub it in. <laughs> she pretty much just ignores him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam wonders to Carla what's wrong with Rebecca. I want to know what's wrong with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> like, thinking that that is right. to tie someone to like, be friendly. But... Mm -hmm. So even though that's kind of like not exactly the same plot, it gets the theme rolling really at the very outset of the episode. I would say. Mm -hmm. So Norm comes in, and Woody asks, "What's going on, Mister Peterson?" And Norm's reply is, "Let's talk about what's going in, Mister Peterson." (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite Normisms. It's one of my favorite. Uh talk about what's going in. Great one. Yeah. So Sam is asking Norm how the job hunt is going, and that. It's going lots better today. He got turned down for an executive position. And as this is going on, Woody, as is his custom, is handing a beer to Norm as they discuss this. And Norm's about to take a sip of it as he's talking. And Rebecca walks over and places her hand over the beer as Norm is raising the glass. He tells her it's a good way to lose that. <laughs> like her hand.
1: <laughs> I love this whole, I the, just as an introduction, yeah, this yeah. whole setup is great, right? I mean, it's. I feel like the series has been building to this moment. When she utters those words, you've been cut off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like this momentous it kind does. of turning point for the show, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it, it, that's a good point. It really does. Like this is the not the pinnacle, but whatever the you know like the negative aspect of that would be. Yeah, yeah. So Norm is um, eight hundred and forty-seven dollars over his credit limit at the bar, <laughs> and this, mind you, is in nineteen eighty-seven dollars. That's so, right, you know, adjust for inflation. Yeah.
1: Especially in 2022. especially
0: right now. That's correct. So Sam petitions that Norm is unemployed. The guy's having a hard time, and you know he's trying to convince Rebecca to have a, you know, pity on him, I guess, and or at least be sensitive. Fraser says that Norm is in a. He's he's being more psychological about it. Like Sam's just kind of presenting the human case. Fraser sort of is too, but it's he's making it more just psychological is the only thing. I think like delicate spa. His self confidence has been shattered. You know he's approaching it from a sort of this therapeutic perspective. And then he asks if there's any other way they can resolve the problem. What I wrote was Rebecca sensibly tells Frazier he could pay Norm's bar bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there any other way we could resolve this? She's like, well, you could pay his bill. It was a perfect answer,
1: I thought. It's, it's exactly what it is. Here's the issue. You want to take care of it. Here's how you take care of
0: mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Common sense. Ex- exactly. Fraser does not like that. <laughs> so Sam suggests maybe Norm could work off his bar bill. Um, and ask if there's any and they kind of chuckle about this and then sam asks if there's any accounting that the that she needs done for the bar and whatnot and she says that the corporation's books are handled by franklin sussman and gorowitz and norm's like yeah, norm
1: says something like i i what it was i interviewed for them or they fired me or something yeah. They were good. <laughs> no, they're good they canned
0: me a couple years ago or something <laughs> yeah, that's it yeah, yeah they canned me yeah yeah <laughs> But this is sort of an interesting contrast to the way that things were, because the corporation doesn't, you know, work the same way that the bar worked when Sam owned it, and could hire an independent accountant if you wanted to. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I thought that that was like, they kind of brought that a little bit um, into focus. And then also, it seems that Norm has worked for every accounting agency in Boston. <laughs> he knows them, and he's worked or interviewed probably with all the of them. New England area. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's <point>. true. <laughs> right. Probably. Six, yeah. Right. So, Rebecca asks Norm if he's good at anything. And after some discussion, they come up with house painting. He did some house painting in college to make ends meet. So, Cliff starts to make fun of him. And Rebecca offers to let Norm paint the office, to so guess he could paint the office. And he says it's been a while. And Cliff keeps on making fun of painting, talking about how it's manual labor and so forth. And if he takes the job, they're going to be in entirely different social strata. We'll have nothing to talk about. And Norm asks, semi gloss or enamel? So this is another interesting bit that comes up really briefly here with Cliff's just immediate and sort of inexplicable disdain for painting and for Norm taking yeah. any kind of work that is beneath, beneath him. him and
1: actual really, labor.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, this might be just my simple way. He, he really comes off as an ass here. Yeah. I mean, like like, what's the... I don't know what the big deal is, and, and, and Frazier kind of inquires about it, and I kind of expected them to kind of go in some direction of, you know, oh, you know, Cliff has bad memories around the idea of painting or something. I felt like the, the ground was laid for that, and they don't go there, but um, because it's very odd. Like, mm-hmm. what do you have against someone who's painting a room? I mean, it's something anybody can do, really.
0: But it, well, it's that snobbery, too, of, like, Cliff is, yeah. you know, and Cliff is kind of the low man on the totem pole, but this is an area in which maybe he's not going to be the low man on the totem pole anymore with a, from the mm, an an opportunity to s-
1: climb to, himself up maybe, higher. Maybe. Right? I don't know. Yeah.
0: Huh. But he is a jerk about it. it. Odd. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So, and it's, but it's just kind of sudden and, again, like, sort of inexplicable that it comes on that suddenly. But, yeah. Yeah. I thought
1: so too. It was kind of like, why? What? What's up with this hatred for it all yeah. of a sudden? But
0: yeah, but yeah, it's like starting a little, a little element to Cliff there. Mm-hmm. So next we see Norm. He's painting Rebecca's office, and he's humming a tune. And she comes in. She says he seems to be enjoying himself. <laughs> Sorry, <You> know, like, <laughs> yeah, <right? I laughs> love that this whole scene. I love that this, line. I love this whole scene. Yeah, uh, and she's like, "Oh no, that's all right," you know. <laughs> Like he's being reprimanded. It's the way he takes it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he reads a a phone message to her. It's from Evan Drake. Evan Drake is coming to the bar. So Rebecca launches into this frenzy of primping and like messing with her hair and so forth at the name of Evan Drake and the idea that he's coming to the bar. In the midst of that, Mr. Drake calls and she's trying to tell Norm to get out of the office. But therefore she's talking to Mr. Drake. So it's that usual kind of confusion of person You're talking to on the phone, and the person that's in the room. So, eventually, Norm leaves, gets that it's about him, um, and walks out into the bar. And Woody is pouring out a pitcher of beer, like pouring it down the sink. And he talks about the good old days when he would pour Mr. Peterson a beer, and then he's like, Pour him another. Is it like he'd pour him another beer or something like you say something mm-hmm. funny? I'd pour you another beer.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's got this, he's got the beer just sitting right in front of him. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. And he talks about, he doesn't usually drink beer, but he had a beer when he was cleaning the taps, and it was like a mountain stream. <laughs> Norm is just agitated. He mm. can barely stand it. So he goes back in the office to continue painting. And when he walks to the desk near where Rebecca's standing and facing the wall, she turns and hugs him. And in this kind of like incomprehensible sobbing voice, she's explaining what's wrong. Uh-huh. So... I, I love this next bit, too. Like, Norm kind of walks her to the chair, and he's doting on her. He starts to wipe her tears with his painting rag. And then he's kind of, like, fiddling around. He finds her purse and hands it to her. And he's just fussing and fidgeting. And I just think he does such a good job with that. It just really... Mm-hmm. It works. Like, he's kind of, like, holds his palms out and then over his face. Like, what do I do? You know? Yeah
1: yeah okay. he is so out of his element here he's like oh my god
0: he is but at the same time he's not like oh let me just let you handle this like he's trying to get right like to fix kind her up old. and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> i just i really like that because it's like he's not he's out of his element but at the same time just like the the fussing he's over trying. her and the nervousness and the, like the hands on it like the palms on his face and so forth he's like oh i have to fix this kind of thing like, yes yeah. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> So she's apologizing, you know, kind of coming around. She says it's job stress. And he's, you know, kind of like this cheerleading mother hen at this point. He's like, she shouldn't be having job stress. She's doing fine. And she says Mr. Drake told her that she should consider the last fiscal report a personal embarrassment. So she's clearly very tied to what Mr. Drake thinks of her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Personally tied to this. It's, you know, not just business tied to it. And she tells Norm that she needs his help. So he's again cheerleading. He's like, you just started. You're going to do just fine. And she's just thinking in terms of physical help, like mechanical help. You know, like things are going to mm-hmm. turn around. And he's like doing his like the kind of like fist pump kind of thing too. And she's just being practical. Her hair is stuck to the wall. So, <laughs> so she's just kind of crying with her hair stuck to the wall. And then we get back and Norm is fixing her hair, wiping the paint out of her hair. And he says he paid big bucks to have Vera's hair frosted. And it didn't turn out half as good. <laughs> so he got a Vera joke in. Yeah. yeah. Well good. Yep. And as an aside, I think it's, I I would say, I don't know, like Norm has kind of an artistic manner to the way that he does things. Even though he's just painting and he's just dabbing your hair off, there's just something particular about the way he does things that I find very appealing.
1: He's really trying to like, you know, primper her up and yeah. he's trying to help out. He's, right. Like you said, he is out of his element, but he's not like, not my problem. You
0: right, know? exactly. Yeah. So he says that maybe he should take off and when people are upset, they like to be alone. And she says she's fine. He's like, no, I'm talking about me. I mm-hmm. <laughs> love that. So she asks him to please stay. And she, you know, plays it off as needing him to finish the office, painting the office and whatnot. He steps back in and asks if she wants to talk about what just happened. And she says no. And he's like, exhales a, a sigh of relief. <laughs> really? I like all of that. I like that she doesn't want to talk about it. She's not going to go on right. and on. You know, if she's emotional yeah. and she doesn't want to talk about it. And Norman's just like, oh, thank God, you know. <laughs> I also think that she, and this is something we'll discuss probably for a long time, she has great control over her crying, I think, because mm. she really is, it looks like she's really crying, but she can kind of like turn it on and off, mm-hmm. you know, or just continue to do whatever she's doing through crying, I think. That's a good point, yeah. I don't know that there are that many people that do that that well, and it doesn't seem like mm-hmm. it would be that easy, and to be funny through continuing to cry as well. Mm, right. Right. Norm returns to painting and she mentions that he really does seem to be enjoying this job. Which, I don't know, did you think at this that she most likely is not perhaps enjoying her job and that she's kind of admiring that he's enjoying his job because Mm. of that? Well, no, that's know. something to chew on. <laughs> <laughs> just the way that's she a said good one. it, you know, something it, in her tone. So it could be just yeah. subjective, but that was something. Some
1: a, simple work that he enjoys. You know, they kind of talk about that a little bit, right. a sense of accomplishment with it and everything.
0: I think there that could be something to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: She puts such pressure on herself too. I mean, that's clear, right? right. She's, she's just so intense, and
0: mm-hmm. I like that he keeps talking too. Like he's talking about the paint color being the same color as the was it the coat of a girl on whom he had a crush in the third grade. So he's yes. still just kind of talking to her, yeah. telling her stories. I don't know. It's like a creative association while he's doing this manual task, too, which I really liked. So he tells Rebecca the story about being in love with this girl and her going with his best friend. So it's, you know, I guess it's a parallel to Rebecca's crush on Mr. Drake, or that's kind of like the impetus for telling the story, maybe. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. that's what I thought of. She laughs kind of at the punchline when Norm says he sat on the guy. You know, like, what did you do? And They sat on him, basically. And she says it's the first time she's laughed since she took over at Cheers. Or she thinks it's the first time she's laughed since she took over at Cheers. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Norm turns and says, like, oh, it is. Trust me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just has the best mannerisms, I think, in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then she asks him if he finds her cold. What does he say? No, not cold. Maybe coolish in the brisk area. Yes. And he said he meant to tell her that, but he didn't feel as though he could approach her. (laughs) She thanks Norm and she asks if he would lock up for her. And I was like, why not? He's been locking up the bar for years. Like this must Mm -hmm. be like a new, it's like a rite of passage for new Cheers employees, like asking Norm to go ahead and close the bar. So Norm asked Rebecca not to mention the guys who likes painting and Cliff already thinks he's a weenie. And she says from what she's seen, Cliff's an authority on that. Yes. I love that line. (laughs) I do too. I do too. Because it's like kind of back to her usual incisive, dry humor. And also she's very much in line with Norm on this, I think, too. You know, like he should not worry about what Cliff thinks about weeniedom. (laughs) And he thanks her for letting him paint an office that didn't need painting. So it's like he's appreciating her kindness too, you know, recognizing that. Right. So I really, I like this. I think it's a very warm scene as well as being really funny. Mm-hmm. She says he's a nice man. She, he thinks she's nice too. It was a
1: very sweet, this whole thing. Okay. So sweet.
0: Like I guess we like each other. It's just so innocent and endearing. I just really like it. And I love that mm-hmm. he's sort of her first friend at the bar. Right. Right. Yeah. And then they decide it's going to be their little secret. <laughs> <laughs> it just has, it's, there's so much character in this whole scene, I think. Mm. Like for yeah. both of them, and then just the, like, building that friendship. I really think that that's sort of the emotional core of the episode, for the most part. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is,
1: and it's probably the best, for that reason, mm-hmm. it's the best part of the episode for yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, there's funny bits throughout, you know, especially toward the, the last third. But, um, no, this scene, you can't. You can't top it, I don't mm-hmm. think, in terms of, of its authenticity. Yeah. You know, great moments.
0: I also think, too, that it's like a speculation at this point, but in a way, Rebecca is actually running the bar more like how Sam ran it rather than how the corporation wants it run. Because she's letting Norm, she's decided to let Norm paint the office to work off his bar tab. Right. She, however long Norm's bar tab is gone, and I assume the $847 is not just since Sam sold the bar I mean, possibly, but we don't know. But she's let his bar tab get to that point, you know. Right. So I don't know. I think there's some of it, like, to, something to be said for her. She is running it a little bit more, like, a in a personal way, even though I don't know that that's acknowledged or brought right. brought out too much, you know. I don't know. It's just a right. guess. No,
1: that, I think that's very fair. I mean, I'm sure she's done things and let things slide that the corporation wouldn't yeah. necessarily, you know, condone. She's got that element to her, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And then I think I like that line where she says, do you think I'm cold? Mm-hmm. Like she's trying to figure it out. Am I cold? You know, like, yeah. like what that means and everything. And she's, I don't want to be cold, but this is how I am kind of thing. Right. And everyone says know. she's cold. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was a very interesting That moment. is good. Because uh, that's a good point, too, that she's trying to figure that out. Not necessarily mm-hmm. like, oh, just what do you think? But she like really thinks Norm would give her... True answer, you know. And she yeah, trusts she now. trusts exactly. You know? Yeah. So back in the bar, Carla is says something about the state of the bar. So we're about the state of the bar because the stakes in the pool game—it's a round of wine spritzers—and yeah. And, the, and <laughs> my next sentence is: the blonde lady is on the phone in the background. Oh, <laughs> oh, there she oh, is.
1: Yeah. Good to know she hasn't left the bar after all these months. You That's know? right. She's still, She's there. still here.
0: Yeah. So Fraser remarks, "Not even the pool room is safe from the encroaching hordes of yuppie dumb." <laughs> and he goes on about all the trappings of Yuppie Dum and the shirts and all this. And then he asks Sam for another Perrier with Lyme. Just a little brief commentary on social trends yeah. in the late 80s. This episode, the parts in the bar are kind of, they're not filler. like They're just more like the the joint that gets us to the next real scene. You know, the crush yes. of the next scene. Instead of, like, the last episode was so much about like the conversations and everything that was going on in the bar for the most part. But this is really like the scenes that are out there and not the substance of the episode. Just yeah, different. absolutely. So Norm comes out and he asks Sam for a cup of coffee. And this is when Rebecca tells Sam to make it a beer on the house. And then just kind of walks off. And everybody is surprised by this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Norm, of course, is like, you heard her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he asks if it occurred to them, or Rebecca might be a nice woman. And Carla does have a good life. She's like, yeah, right, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> So they talk a little bit about how Miss Howe had a personal crisis, tears were shed, he was there, and he said it just takes a little warmth and compassion for Rebecca to warm right up to you. So Sam, of course, makes this into a tactic, and he was it, she says something about like how they're low on seltzer, and he's like, I'm so sorry, is there anything I can do? And she's like, order more seltzer. And he's like, I, oh I just hope God. that's enough. <laughs> you know? She rolls her eyes. So she, there's um, Rebecca asking Norm if she gave him her address. He's going to do a little painting at her place. And Sam tries to sympathize by inviting Rebecca to stay at his place if the fumes bother her. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. just, oh, yeah. Oh, Sam.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, he, I mean, this whole episode, he's just.
0: He's so unappealing. And I loved him, but he's just, God, he's just. Yeah, he's not at
1: all appealing when he's behaving like that.
0: No. So Norm says goodnight, which I notice it's in the middle of the evening. Like, there are other patrons that are still at the bar but he is going to go home, I guess, or go do something else.
1: She's gotten to him. Yeah. She's gotten to him, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's happening to him. He's changing. He used to close that place down.
0: Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, it's just different. So Sam volunteers to help Norm paint. And Norm is protective in his attitude for Rebecca. He's like, I know you. You just want to, what is it, like, get some sack time with her or something like that. Mm -hmm. I like that that Norm is kind of, he's never really said anything like that to Sam before. Right.
1: He's leery of bringing him into that. Yes, exactly. I get
0: it. And Sam's saying he wants to see if there's a human being in there. (laughs) He can't keep working for somebody. you know. But he's like, he has not really treated her like a human being, so I don't... It's not worth asking. arguing. I know. like It's just how he's being. But right. I just yeah don't like it. So Norm finally agrees. He's like, no funny stuff. And Sam says he won't touch her. And then I thought this was kind of cute, funny. He says, I can make no guarantees about you. You've been driving me crazy in this little white outfit. And Norm <laughs> says, like, you should see my caftan. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the little performer side of Norm, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this is – that's – Again, like just sort of a little segue in the bar. Did you have any other, any other things we haven't covered? No, I don't think so. It's not as much so. meat on those bar parts, I guess. No,
1: yeah. it's, it really is kind of the, the bridge to, mm. to the big scenes that happen.
0: Yeah. So at Rebecca's apartment, it's the first time we've seen it. She's in her apartment. She's reading an autobiography of Arm Hammer, a <laughs> businessman. So. Norm comes in. She is none too pleased to see Sam as well with Norm. And I noticed too. She's, oh, what?
1: she says something like, great. Now it knows where I live. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> First off, I noticed that Sam looks a bit overdressed. He just, I don't know. He looks like sort of stuffed with clothing, which we will see later that he is. Right. And he says he's doing this out of the goodness of his heart. And he's already asking, like, because she goes to the back. He's already asking about the bedroom and all of this. Norm scolds him. And he keeps trying to get Sam to work, but he doesn't like any of the jobs like the sanding and the taping it's like any of the jobs associated with painting so he ends up he comes off as such some sort of whiny yeah teenager here i don't think i like this i don't want to do this hurts my arm yeah yeah exactly
1: right that's how it's like god you're annoying
0: (laughs) i know and it's not really what i think of sam in general but just the way he's behaving here yeah yeah so he ends up just on the sofa underneath the, the the painting cover reading cosmopolitan magazine Rebecca comes out to tell Norm that Carla's called to tell him that Vera needs him home right away to deal with two feet of water in the basement. So Norm says it's a foot more than usual. He's going to take care of it. Tells Rebecca he'll be right back. And he asks Sam again if he can trust him there alone. So he's still looking out for Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, I like that kind of caretaking instinct. And Sam tries to pretend to be forlorn about Norm's basement and he's, you know, pretending to cry and say <laughs> so like, well, I'm sorry. whoa boy, this is embarrassing. And all this just fakery. Um, this is something like, I can't help feeling this way since my dog Lucky died. <laughs> it's just so, God, so ridiculous. So yeah. Re- Rebecca knows he's jerking her around. He apologizes, and I do think he's sincere in this. He says something about how there's a rumor going around that she has a soft side. He wanted to see it for himself and get to know her better. hmm Which made me wonder, like, I wonder if Sam knows what he wants, really. I feel like there's just these two sides of him that are, at this point very much intention. I don't even know if he Mm. knows. I don't know. I just, it's, it's, I think he's interesting, even though I think his behavior is mostly awful. So Rebecca realizes that Sam came over to paint her living room on his day off and then asked what he wants to know about her. So he says he's thinking and he says he didn't expect to get this far, which is, I mean, (laughs) probably a pretty honest answer, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, So she's telling him about her family and her life. Everybody in her family is successful and all of her siblings have her father's approval. Mm-hmm. And so Sam talks about his brother. She's talking about her sister, and Sam talks about his brother, which is kind of, I thought it was a nice reference going back to the end of season one, because I don't think he's mm-hmm. mentioned him since then. Yeah. yeah. And Sam admits that he's been trying to get out from under his brother's shadow his entire life. She says, I know just what you mean. And then asks if he ever comes in the bar. <laughs> and they say that they're, like, basically their respective siblings would end up together if they all ever met. Mm-hmm. It's a very genuine open conversation that I'm sure Sam didn't expect to be having and had no intention of having with her. And he calls attention to this being a warm and friendly moment. I guess he doesn't know like what else to say, but that usually is a conversation killer. (laughs) Yeah. When you announce like the emotional tone of the conversation. Rebecca says she's glad this happens. To me, that's like a conversation closer. Like, I'm glad this happened. She says she's going to change. And Sam takes that to mean something seductive, of course. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he puts on the romantic music, tears off his painting outfit. He's got a suit on underneath. And he gets a bottle of wine and one glass out from the paint bucket. And she comes out dressed for the gym. So she's starting to say, this is, I know this is really simple, but I find this little moment heartbreaking because she's starting to tell him she'll be at the gym for a couple hours. But she's like, but you just go right ahead. Like she's telling him he should stay and basically make himself at home in her home. Yeah. He just manipulated her. Mm-hmm. And so she, just the look on her face, is smile just drops. And I just yeah. think that that's kind of heartbreaking. It's like she thought he was going to be her friend. No, I
1: agree. She's been fooled again yeah. by him. You know, and that, that really makes everything that came before on his part pretty pretty gross, you know? Right. I mean, just they had a good moment. And then he went right back to his pervy self. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, yeah.
0: Exactly. And then he continues on. He's saying that she's being... Defensive about if he always was it like, if, do you, are you always as defensive about people that find you sexy and how he's attracted to her and all of this? It's like nobody else acts like this. That's why she's not that defensive with everyone else, right? And just how agitated and defensive he is, you know, and says he wouldn't make love to her if she asked him, and tells her to try it. <laughs> I like that she's so matter of fact. It's like, would you make love to me? Like, well, just this once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: that was a good one
0: and then she slams the door in his face he had to jump back so it's like some good physical humor there but Mm -hmm. i really did feel so sorry for her in that moment
1: yeah yeah no really i mean it just it really amplifies his behavior you know he's just not it doesn't seem like something he'd really do you know and that it didn't ring completely true to me i mean he's Mm. just relentless in his pursuit of her to the point where he's gonna be gross and i don't think i don't think that's him i don't think of him like like the gross Yeah. yeah yeah, that doesn't ring true to me.
0: Well, because, like, after that, especially after that conversation, you'd think, like, whatever he did afterwards, if he did anything at all, it would have been toned down. And it, yes. it should have been that he doesn't do anything and just kind of right. lets it go, and she never knows. That's really why he came there. Right.
1: That, exactly. And instead, we revert right back like that whole scene didn't count with them right. disclosing their, their pasts and everything. Yeah, that was that was kind of the part that was off-putting to me.
0: Oh, very much so. And I think that's why yeah. I didn't like the episode that much when it first came on. Is because, like, you have the really strong scene in the office with Norm. And that, mm-hmm. you know, just the genuineness of that. And then you end with this just very... Just like you said, kind of gross, disingenuous, you know, manipulation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just the sort of the opposite kind of relationship has been built. Yep. But I, I do think... That in that conversation, I feel like Sam just kind of, like, he lost track of his you know, his mission, so to speak, on why he was there. <laughs> like, he kind of lost himself in that conversation and wasn't thinking about it during that time. Obviously, like we said, we just said, it would have been much stronger for his character if he would then just let the rest of it go. And they could have still found, like, a funny note to end it on. But I just think it's so terrible of his character to do that. Yeah. It makes him, like, genuinely unlikable. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But I think, it, it to me, it is interesting that at least for a moment he was kind of like he he wasn't really thinking about what he had been doing and he's talking about his life and so forth right and one thought i had on that i said like sam and rebecca are, are very similar if sam were not also being a manipulative bore he might figure this out
1: <laughs> if he would just shut up and listen and just not
0: be so yeah yeah and not be so just driven by conquest basically mm-hmm. Yeah, so he she has this like nice friendship with Norm, and then just this worsened situation with Sam.
1: Right. Yeah, this episode, you know, I, I mm-hmm. overall I like it. I mm-hmm. and and I've rewatched it a few times since. It's an odd episode because it it meanders quite a bit. You know, there's a lot that happens, and yeah. and just when you think, oh, the the Norm and and uh, Rebecca scene is kind of the and it is the emotional crux, but it also seems like the episode. Shouldn't go on much past that, and then you have this whole other second act, so right, I it's don't know. very it different. Meanders, yeah, yeah. It meanders a lot. Um, and there are some parts that are stronger than others. Overall, I liked it mm-hmm. enough. Um, I thought there were some really good moments, but yeah, Sam is pretty off putting the entire episode.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think Sam is off putting. I think, I think you could have had an episode that had the strong scene with Norm in the office, and then it could have shifted to some degree to whatever, like this friendship is with Sam and done it it had it been done differently so that it would have more naturally progressed into that. I guess that's the thing. It's kind of like, oh, okay, this is going to be all of this that we've built with Norm is now going to be this avenue to have this situation with Sam. Right.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Overall, I do think there are a lot of interesting, like, you know, very positive in the case of Norm and Rebecca and negative with Sam and negative with Cliff actually towards Norm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So both Norm and Rebecca <laughs> are kind of being treated poorly. I mean, she's certainly more than with Cliff's little comments, but interesting character parts. But yeah, I don't know how well all of it hangs together as an episode.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What would you rate this episode overall?
0: Well, I do think too, like with, you see more of her vulnerability and I think that that's the positive, like that's the kind of the, the link, I guess, in the entire episode. I would give it, I'm going to say a solid three. I do think that there's a lot of really good content around the characters and a lot that's, you know, sort of like the shades of development of of them, like in deepening ways. And the scene with Norm and Rebecca is great. What about you?
1: Solid three yeah. as well. Okay, yeah. There's good parts. I mean, the, the the Norm and Rebecca scene was fantastic. There's some good lines throughout. Um, I like the whole overall plot of Norm having to... You know, he's reached his limit having to work it off or whatever. So, mm. no, overall, I do like the episode. Sam's the weak link of it. But there are things that rise above even that for me. Yeah. A couple quick little trivia notes, mm. if, if I may. Oh, please. I was looking yes. at IMDb, apparently. So, at the very beginning, and this is IMDb, so I don't know. But um, at the very beginning, Rebecca's the one that says, che- cheers his film before a live studio audience. Mm-hmm. And according to IMDb, this is the only episode that that happens.
0: I think that's right, and I which don't I thought know why. was
1: quite odd mm-hmm. that she's going to be a regular for the next five, six seasons, and right. she doesn't get the same rights as everyone else. <laughs> right? What's yeah, up I with don't know. That? I think yeah. that's
0: very strange too. I'm not sure why that is.
1: Another fun little bit: Kirsty Al is she was actually um, in the the scene with her and Sam. Yeah. She says she was born in San Diego, and he mm-hmm. asked San Diego, California, and she says, no, Kansas. And she actually is from Kansas, and I think lives or lived in Kansas yeah. up until recently.
0: I actually had so. that in my note as a trivia point as well. Yeah,
1: That's yeah. kind of cool.
0: I thought that, yeah, that was fun to work that in. She also says her mother is an interior designer, and Kirstie Alley was in some sort of interior decorator before she started in acting. Oh, that's right. I remember hearing that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. That's good. Good little inclusion. Yeah. Yeah,
1: That will do it for us today. You can find us on Facebook, Norm, a Cheers podcast, and on Twitter at Cheers underscore Norm. You can listen to or download old and new episodes at the usual places, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and Spotify. Leave us a like and comment and join in on our community there. Thanks so much for listening.